Okay, we are on the Dorim Yud Zayin Amid Beis. We're going to start about seven lines from the bottom, Mesve. We're asking a question on Reb Huna. Reb Huna was brought to us on Yud Zayin Amid Aleph in the case of Yesh Neder Besoch Neder, that when a person repeats himself and takes a vow and then says another vow and repeats himself exactly the same, uh, what is the case of the Mishnah where it says if you do that for a neder, that it's possible to have two. So he said that that case is only where you um, added, for example, you said, I'll be a Nazar today, and then you said, and I'll start at being a Nazar tomorrow. So that the, the two vows aren't identical. It implied if they were identical, the second vow wouldn't take place. It's just that one vow starts a day later, then you have room for the two vows there has to be a space where one vow is something different than the other vow. And since the one vow starts a day later, once it starts for that extra day, that whole vow will be binding, and he'll be able to have two. So the more has a question on that. A person that does two, takes a vow to do two times of Naziris. How does that work? He does the first one, assuming it's 30 days. That's, or that's the minimum. The Hifrish Corbin and he sets aside a Corbin and then he regrets having made the vow. And he goes to Bezdin and he has Bezdin remove vow number one. So since there was a second vow, the second vow uh, takes the place of the first vow and he can actually use those offerings and he can use the days that he counted. Uh, and so he's all set now. Hey, what's the case? If you want to learn like Kahuna, that I'll be another today and I'll be another tomorrow. How can the second vow fully replace the first one? The second vow doesn't start till a day later. It's clear, not like Ravuna. That the second vow was identical to the first. As we turn to today's page, Yud Chesamad Aleph. So, is that a proof against Reb Huna? So, Umar answers no. Reb Huna can answer. Really, the case is like I, Reb Huna, said. The first vow was, I'll be a Nazar starting today, and the second vow is, I'll be a Nazar starting tomorrow. So, then, what did we mean that you can count the first vow and it takes over exactly the second vow when the first vow gets removed? The answer is, he'll still have one extra day. In, in other words, it meant that it can almost replace the first vow. But actually, the second vow started a day later, so it'll need one day more. He'll have to read that into the words. Or, inami, another answer, maybe that case is different. Um, there's three possibilities. One is, he says, I'll do two Naziris. That's one. Even Rav Huna would admit that he does too. Another one is, he says, I'll be a Nazar today, I'll be a Nazar today. Rav Huna would agree, then say that one doesn't work because he didn't add anything new. And then the third case of Rav Huna is where he says, I'll be a Nazar today, I'll be a Nazar tomorrow. And that's what Rav Huna said. But this case might be the case where he said, I'll do two Naziris. And Rav Huna agrees when he says, I'll do two, and one gets knocked off, uh, then he could, the one can replace the other. Now Reb Nuna wants to try to ask a question on Reb Nuna. Nazar Lahazir, the verse uses a double, the Pasuk says a double uh, word. 
by Nazir. What does that teach us? Mekansha Naziris Chala Naziris. It tells you that you can have one Naziris on top of the other. Sheyocho, and it's logical, Alo Dinu, my Shua Chamura. If Shua, which is even stricter than the Dorim, ain't Shua Chala Shua, you can't have one Shua on top of another Naziris, which is a form of Nadorim, Kala Lo Koshikain. How could you have one Naziris on top of the other? That's what I would have thought. Tamil Lomar, the Pasuk comes to teach you, that you could have one Naziris on top of the other. Hey, Kidami, what's the case? If you're telling me that there are two different vows, one is I'll be another today, I'll be another tomorrow, then you don't need a Pasuk, high corrupt boy, to tell you that it works. If the case is like Rabuna, then it's obvious that you can have two different ones because they have different start times. El Alav de Omar, it must be, it's telling you, even if they have the same start time, and you see, you can have one on top of the other, not like Reb Huna. said, no, you can answer, no, maybe the case is where, it's not where he has one and then repeats himself, but he says from the very beginning, I accept two Naziris. Even Reb Huna would admit if you accept two Naziris, it would be good. Again, if you accept two Naziris, everybody agrees it's good. The question was, if you say, I'll be another today, I'll be another today, Reb Huna said, that won't work. You have to say, I'll be another today, I'll be another tomorrow. Uh, but maybe this case is where he said it at the same time. And in what is the reason, where do we see that Shvua is stricter than the Dorim? Maybe it's because you can take a Shvua even on something that's not tangible. Well, that's true. That's one way it's stricter than the Dorim. But in the Dorim have a way in which they're stricter. You can make a netter on something that you're already obligated in. We had that before. So actually, each one has a Chumrah. So what does a shvua have that a netter doesn't? El Mishum Yiksi, baby shvua, when the, in the Seres Adibris, where it quotes shvua, the Torah says, lo yinake. Not only is it a law that you shouldn't do it, the Torah says, Hashem won't forgive you if you do it. That's unique to shvuas. It doesn't say, if you break a netter, lo yinake, it says it by shvuas. That's, that's how we know shvua is chamar. So then uh, we said a case, shvua shal achol, shvua shal achol, v'ochol, Let's say, now we're switching. Before we were talking about Nadorim, now we switch to Shvuas. Let's say he swears he won't eat. He swears he won't eat. We said it's only obligated one. If you knock out one of the Shvuas, just like we had before, you can go to Basin and petition them, and sometimes they can uproot a vow. If they uproot the Shvuas, Shnia Chalalav. The second one will take its place. How do you see that? Because it doesn't say if you do one on top of the other, it's only one. It says we can only throw at the book at you for one. Revaku de Lesle. There's no space for the second oath. Ki mishtol al chavrita, but when you remove one vow, chalal chal. Since we said uh, you're not chayev except for one, that implied that they really both are there. So if you knock out one, the second one is there. Lishnach another way to see it. Chiyuvhu de leka. It implies... We're not, we won't throw the book at you for the second oath, but the second oath exists. Hashua Ika. What does the what for what purpose? Likid Rava for the halach of Rava. The Amar Rava Nisha. We shown if something happens to the first oath, Oseloshniya Takta, then the second oath can fall in. 
Let's bring a proof to that. Let's say you did two Naziris, and you counted the whole first one, meaning that you kept the days of Naziris. And you were ready, you finished it, and you set aside a Corbin. Then, and somehow you removed the first oath. Um, so that proves that uh, this concept. So the Gemara said, no, not necessarily. Maybe the case was uh, where you accepted to do a double Naziris, and everybody agrees in that case that the second one is there. Okay, new Mishnah. That's similar to the answer we gave on the earlier proof. Stam Nadorim, as we turn to Yud Chesamid Beis 18b. Stam Nadorim Lahachmir, Upeirushim Lahakil. If you don't know uh, if a, a vow, a neder, can mean two things, we take the stricter approach. It perusha, but if you explain that you meant a more lenient approach, then we accept what you said. Ketzad. So now we're going to go through a few examples of oaths that can be looked at in a more lenient way or a stricter way, and since we don't know, we go l'chumr. Omer Person, this is a, a vow of hatvasa. You take something forbidden and you say, I want this to be like that. So if what you mean is another vow, so we had that before, the new item now becomes forbidden. If the item that you meant was not a vow, then it doesn't work. We had that before. If you take pork and you say, I want this to be like that, it won't work. It has to be enough or another. So you said, I want it to be like salty meat, like poured wine. So if you had in mind a Corbin and you want this to be like a Corbin, then the new item is Aser. But if you actually meant that it was like the meat or the wine of a sacrifice to the idols, which is forbidden, but it's not something vowed, then the new item would be mutter. Because the, the only way tfasa, only way connecting one vow to another works is if they're both vowed. The imstam, and if you don't know, aser, we go strict. Another example. Hare like a This new item should be like a kherim. So there's two kharamim. Im kherim shoshamayim. If it's the kherim that's the fund of hekdish, so aser. That's the thing that's vowed, and you want the new thing to be like that. There's another fund that went to the Kohanim that the Kohanim were allowed to spend. And that's not a Dover Usr, then it would be Mutter. So we don't know which one he meant. Again, this is a case of a neder which could go either way. So we, Vim Stam, if we don't know Usr. Third case, third example. Harei Meiser. You say this uh, food in front of me should be like Meiser. So here also, we don't know what he meant. E meiser behema, if he means meiser behema, that's something that's vowed net or usser, then it's forbidden. The im shall govern, if he means the meiser, the tithing of, of uh, fruits, and uh, so govern mutter. The im stam, since we don't know it's usser. A fourth example. Harei truma, this should be like truma. Im ketruma salishka, if the word truma here means the shkolem that are given in the base of Migdish that are davar hanader, and then you want this to be like that, net or usser. On the other hand, the shall go, and if you mean the truma that's taken off to the Kohen in the threshing floor, then it'll be mutter. Vim stab, but since we don't know, the default will be aser. Divei Reb Meir. Reb Yehuda said, uh, we only go strict when we don't know for sure. But if you're in a location where it's clear what they meant, then you could be lenient. And he explains, Tam truma be Yehuda sura. In Yehuda, when they said truma, they very likely meant to base a migdash. The truma salishka. So therefore, it's reasonable to say it's aser. 
But begalo in the Galilee, it's mutter. Shenan shegalan mechirnes trumas alishka. In the Galilee, that's not typically what they meant. So therefore, we would explain his neder in a way that wouldn't be forbidden. Stam charam in Yehuda mutarim. In Yehuda, if you said charam, uh, you could have meant the kohanim. You likely meant the kohanim. So therefore, it's permitted. Begalo in the Galo, it's usher. Shenan shegalo makinis kerem kohanim. The kohanim mostly lived in Yehuda. So people gave money to the the Cherma Kohanim, whereas in the Galo they didn't. So the Mora has a question: How can we say when we're in doubt you go strict, but non When you're in doubt, we go lenient. That contradicts our Mishnah. It's not a difficulty. There are two different opinions: our Mishnah and the uh, um, uh, this um, uh, the other Mishnah. Uh, there are two different two different authors. Hi, uh, Rebbe Lazar. Hi, Rabbanu. Where do we see another opinion? The Tanya. Where do we see there's a view that says we're lenient? Ha-maktish-chayosu-u-behemto. A person donates uh, either the wild animals or the domesticated animals to the base of Migdash. So the question is, um, what about the animal called the koi that we're not sure? Uh, the koi, um, it could be a wild and it could be domesticated. And he only donated one. So we're in doubt. So the first opinion says, well, you're in doubt. You have to give it to Hegdish. Hegdish is a koi. Lazar says, lo, Hegdish is a koi. So we see Rebbe Lazar said, when we're in doubt, we don't go strict with Nadorim. So we see, even though our Mishnah said, when we're in doubt, stam Nadorim lahachmir, Rebbe Lazar is the other opinion. And Rebbe Lazar explains himself. Manja amramamono ma'alusveka. If you say something we're not sure, maybe he meant to donate it. Gufanami mile, then he also would mean to uh, do something to himself when he was in doubt. It could be he won't give the, the koi because he's not sure if he's obli- if the, what category is. Gufa koshikain de Certainly he's not going to get himself into a vow that he would be prohibited in if it was a doubt. The question is. When a person makes a nether, does he include something that wasn't clear in the nether? And we'll leave that question for tomorrow, but we're saying that there are two opinions on it.